Check. Hey. Hey. The loudest you're gonna go. Ha! Ha! No way! Woo! The um, Asian Avengers. So weak. The, the, the Asian <laughs> Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Got wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. You can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast. The yes. podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues nobody Americans seem to give a fuck about. Yo, yo. I am your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. And today we are coming at you live from Mike's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Studio upgrade. Um, yeah, we're inside of my apartment, living room slash kitchen yep. uh, slash laundry room. Because your boy's got a washer and dryer in unit, That's bitch. nice. That's nice. What's up? But we did have to turn off all your ACs. So hot already. <laughs> it's so hot right now. It is Also, like this 90. couch is so small. <laughs> this, you know what it My, is? Our knees are too close. Our knee, we're really touching. <laughs> so the reason why we have this tiny couch, it's a, it's a love seat, is because we had a big couch. Mm-hmm. And the, because of the way the stairs, you saw the stairs, like coming into my apartment. Yeah. We had to throw that couch away. We, we couldn't get it to turn the corner. And Whoa. we had movers. We had three movers, and you know me. I wasn't. I hired a whole bunch of foreigners to do this for me. Yep, yep. Like two Russian guys and a Mexican guy. The best guy. movers. Hell yeah. Yeah. You need dudes who came out of oppressive environments to move your couch because <laughs> they have that energy. <laughs> so he, they were trying to move it around the couch, to move it around the the this turn, and it was too tight. So we threw that shit away. So we put it outside. Yeah. You can just put it outside in in New just York. Here? Yeah, just out on the on the sidewalk. Yeah. And it's funny because if you put something outside in outside in New York, you ever see um, sped up photography of like a decaying dog or something like that? <laughs> yes. And it's like slowly like sh- like shrinking away. <laughs> that was happened to the couch because oh like little God. things of it will fall off. Like people would take a pillow and then like someone would take this thing and then like someone would punch a hole in it. And then eventually it was just a frame. And then like then the movers came and I mean, I got on Craigslist, so it wasn't mm. like... Oh, it was used. You got it used. Yeah, so it, was, mm. so it wasn't a big deal, but... And then we got another couch delivered and we measured it. Yeah. And then that is a new couch. We yeah. bought, we ordered it from yeah. like Overstock or something. Yeah. And it didn't, it also didn't fit into the thing. But you measured it this time. We measured it, but because like of the turn, like we measured something wrong. Uh, and it just couldn't do it. So we had to throw that one away. So we returned it. <laughs> and then finally we got this tiny couch, which we're si- now sitting on. <laughs> and that's why we have such a small couch. Yeah. This is a, a true love couch. Yeah. I love so Gina and right I here. were always just like, just like lying on top of each other. Yeah. We just, we have no choice. <laughs> I don't even, we don't even love each other that much. We're always cuddling. <laughs> that's the secret to a good relationship, baby. Always be cuddling. <laughs> ABC. And we're back with story of the week, baby. Yes. Story of the week. We're so interesting. Uh, we are interesting, dude. New York City life, it's a... Uh, it's crazy out it's, here. It is crazy it's out crazy here. In these I'll streets. tell you why it's crazy, because uh, my girlfriend and I were recently... You know, we've been, we've been renting. I've mm. been living in New York for oh. 10 years, and uh-huh. we've been renting this entire time. And uh, I, I did the math, and I think I've put down... At least one hundred forty thousand dollars in rent into rent in the last ten years that I've lived in New York City. At yeah. least, yeah, and that's insane because that's you could buy a home and like my, my the house that I grew up in in Columbus, Ohio, that was uh two hundred k. Right, you know what I mean, so this yeah, is yeah, like yeah, yeah. I could have bought that house already. So you know, we talked about it. We're like, hey, I think we should maybe look into buying a house. Let's see if we can do that. And in New York City, like 
you know, you could have a good job, but shit's just like so, so expensive. Yeah, dude. It's so expensive that around the corner from the Lantern, which is where we do comedy a lot, yeah, is yeah. this beautiful like brownstone looking building. Oh man, building. you can't buy a place over in, the, near, I know. in that area. I, I'm not looking there, in but th- this is just for the listeners to give them like a little reference. Yeah. There's a beautiful brownstone there, right? It's right by the, it's in the village. It's very nice, modern looking. I looked it up on Zillow and it's like $18 million. Yeah, dude. Which means... Aziz Ansari can't even buy that. Aziz's net worth is like twenty-five million or yeah, something, yeah, yeah, yeah. which so he could buy it if he liquidated all of his assets. And that's what he did. But that's but that's the thing in New York is like even if you made it, even if you're fucking Aziz, you can't just have everything. That's because know? comedy sucks ass. Okay, <laughs> you know, like we the best comedian makes as much as like an okay hey, Goldman Sachs exactly. guy. <laughs> I was just thinking like, who the fuck lives in there? And I think it's just like some middle manager at yeah. AEG or something. Or maybe know? like a chic or something like that. Yeah. You know <laughs> but anyway, so we've been looking at homes and, uh, you know, what we want to do is buy a multifamily home uh, mm. on purpose. Mm. And we want to rent it out and have the pe- renters pay our mortgage. Ah, that, that's see, you know, that's uh, that's you joining the um, the owners, you know, the, the capitalist class. Yes. You know what I'm saying? No longer a worker. No. I just want to collect rent and chill. But you know what's really fucked up is I went to go see a... Uh, we went to Bank of America. We talked to like a home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about this. And uh, I mean, did you wear like? Did you dress up? No, I this think is so you, cute. By the way, actually, <laughs> when I got there, I didn't dress up, and she works with kids, so she looked like shit too. And we got there, and I the second I sat down, I was like, I think in movies you're supposed to dress up when you ask for a loan. Right, right, right. Right, but we didn't dress up. I was wearing my jean jacket that I wear every day. Uh, <laughs> That's your business casual. <laughs> I I literally went into Bank of America wearing a jean jacket, asking for an eight hundred thousand dollar loan. But here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing is that. You know, I work in advertising, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're, when the client is like, we need to like young up our business and we have like stock photography. Yeah. You guys are the fucking stock photography couple. Asian young guy with a jean jacket, <laughs> you know, cute white girl with her little book bag coming into Bank of America. <laughs> you know what I'm own. saying? Because that is the future. That you is know the what I'm future. You, yeah. guys, uh, you guys are like in your uh, like late 20s. Yeah. And that's like at the time when like a lot of Americans like it's time to buy a home and shit. It's it's going to be less dress up, wear a tie, and more Uniqlo jean jackets. Yeah. Buying, you know, asking for loans. And right, pants. right. Where where would you buy your place? You fucking fancy like, pants fucker. We're looking at like Flatbush. Oh, that's um, a nice area. Yes, yeah, just somewhere close to the train. It, it would be like a little further out. Right. But we, we would assume that like five to ten years from now, more you know, hipsters from Michigan are going to move there. You know, raise um, that rent. It's just crazy. Like, where, where are, where's the next generation of rappers gonna come from? Because we're taking up all their spots. You know what I'm saying? Like, I live, I live in Bed Stuy. That's where Biggie came from. That's where Jay Z's from. That's where Nas is from. Yeah, Asian, not Asian podcast. <laughs> we're gonna be, we're gonna be up in a mural. We're gonna be up in a mural. But you know what I'm saying? Like, this is yeah. where like creativity happened, right? Yeah. You, you know, I live with an eyesight of like all the the projects. They're still here. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And like, you just like. We're fucking tearing this neighborhood apart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's just like where, where is all like you know the, the next where, where's the next Biggie coming from, man? He, <laughs> I, I, I fucking kicked his family out. <laughs> the next Biggie will probably come from like, I, I guess I mean there was that article in the New York Times about how people are moving from Brooklyn to like Richmond, Virginia, or like oh, other right. Truth. So it's just gonna be like thirty years from now. There's gonna be like an intro of rap songs. He'd be like, "Rippin, <laughs> Williamsburg, Virginia." Williamsburg. <laughs> well, good luck, Bubby. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. 
Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And we're back with a brand new segment. Yes. Called Asian Love. Ooh, Q yeah. R&B music. Yeah, search that in Pornhub. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of um, 112 this week. Oh, 112? You like 112? I, that, that was like in fifth grade. Uh, I had no friends. Well, I had some friends, but like I was kind of a weirdo. <laughs> and I loved 112. And nobody liked 112 in Ohio. What? They didn't get it. It's too much for a 10-year-old or whatever, mm, 12-year-old. Yeah. I, think, I think 112 was popular like in high school when I was in yeah. fifth grade. Okay. Yeah, it was It was popular for me in my, when I was, I guess, because I was in high school. Yeah. And we were just like, yeah. It's like 2001. Yeah. So like, yeah. like it was even before that in like the late 90s. Lots of R&B, black guy R&B groups all dressed in silk. Mm, like yes. Anything yes. like that. I was like, hell yes. I need that. I also need like a leather outfit, like all leather outfit. <laughs> and you need to sing about smashing. But you Sick. know, my favorite song by 112 was this song called Dance With Me. Oh, that's you know a that song. One? Yeah, hell yeah. Yes. And uh, I just, I, I was listening to it this week and I and I was just realizing like R&B songs and like rap songs, they were so tame back then. I know it was only like 18 years ago. I see what ago, you're saying. I see what you're but, saying. But like the, the requests are much more simple. It was like, it was like, it was like <laughs> if you're sexy and you know it, clap your hand. Oh. And it's like, oh, that's it. Oh. That's it. Today. Man, you, you can't say that without doing the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. <laughs> you can't say it without exactly, doing the clap. Exactly. It's impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> I love that you knew that. Um, of course, it's a great song. So, but it was like that. I don't know. Just like the way they talk about girls was like much more respectful back then. Mm. I feel like, you know, I know that it's now it's about twerking and stuff. Yes. Things are more progressive now in terms of female power and like respect for females. But I would say R&B in general, like back mm-hmm. then it was like shorty I see over there talking to your girlfriends. That's fine with me. <laughs> That's fine with me. Clap your hands. You know, like, yeah. it's, it's really, I'm going to be over here clapping my hands if you want to talk to me later. You know, now it's make, yeah, people yeah. making all kinds of sounds yeah, with their so mouth. So many that butthole, you know? Yeah, so it's like it's just straight to eating ass. So, like, <laughs> anyways, shouts to 112. Shouts great. to eating ass. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this is a segment Asian love. You know, I think uh, we're yeah. both in relationships. We are. So we're out the game. I'm out the game. So am I. I retired. I they um, I got the... I got, I got, got the ring on she got the ring on she yeah. put the ring on she got she caught me and yeah. um so we were hanging out with some of our other friends who are uh about your age yeah right in the late 20s yep and um one of them he just got out of a relationship and they were together for a while and now he's getting back into the game yeah and he was asking you for relationship advice yeah yeah which is that's a, adorable which, which is it's it's cool and honestly it was uh very nice i mean it was kind of flattering but you know, to like ask a married guy for advice, it's, you know, it's just like the game changes so much. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it changes I'm, every year. Exactly. Yeah. It cha- It changes every year. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of like uh, asking. It's kind of asking you for relationship advice is like asking um, 
defrosted Captain America. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> how do we defeat the? How do we defeat Osama bin Laden? And he's like, you know, I was like, like oh, what's first, a cell phone? Yeah. yeah, what's a cell phone? Like, first we have to invade Germany. It's like, yeah, it does. Like, it some of the things make sense, but some some of it doesn't. So everything's like a tweet now. Mm, you know, mm, mm, mm. everything has to be like a clever text exchange. Yes, you know everything. It, you know that that whole like mechanic is now like embedded in our before you even get the chance to be smooth in real life or anything. You know, you have to have these like social media skills. Yes, you. you it's all just what's your profile pic look like. Yeah, and then what's your, your funny like, bio? Yeah, your funny bio yeah. and what's your funny like little in- intro thing? Yeah, you know. So that I feel like I, I would be so terrible at that because I my. Like my, I, I think I got a nice juicy personality, but like surrounded like with the outer skin of like weird kind of like, I look kind of funny and, and sometimes I can be kind of like gruff or whatever. Yeah. But like, you know, I'm kind of to, like. To get to the juiciness. Exactly. I'm a big old watermelon, you know? Right, right, like right. Like on right, the outside, right. it's kind of like hard and stuff of like that. But yeah. then once you get inside, baby, ooh, yeah. you know, I'm juicy and I've got all sorts of things and sometimes <laughs> there's a seed, but like whatever. So that's why it's it's hard. And I was trying to tell him about, uh, uh about, you know, the best thing I think I still think this is true with, with all the apps or whatever. Is yeah. is like, you know, dating is kind of like getting a job, mm-hmm, right? The mm-hmm. best thing to do is like get a recommendation from your friend. Like, <laughs> hit up on LinkedIn. Yeah, hit up. Yeah, hey, yeah, I, I see that idea. you uh, work for so and so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you get me a job at Sony too? Yeah, you know, exactly. like it's, you know, like I get, I got a lot of my jobs from my friends' friends, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think dating is the same thing. Like you, you should. Try to date your friends' friends. Yeah, friends, it's kind of like uh, when you get referred for a job for a friend, the HR person will at least look at your resume. Yeah, at least like, look okay. at it. You got like a little vetting. Yeah, unless uh, if you do the whole like just go to google.com and apply for a Google job, like they may not ever see your resume, mm-hmm. right? That's like the equivalent of like a guy going to a bar. Yes. Right. Unless you are super tall, super handsome, yes, jacked. Exactly. That's that's like that resume that's like Harvard. Harvard. Worked at blah, McKinsey. Blah, blah. Right. Uh, I have a yacht. I don't know what do you put on resumes. Like, <laughs> I have a yacht. <laughs> Special skills. Yacht. Yacht. <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, and just like a job, like that guy who's really good on the resume. Yeah. Once you bring him in for the interview and talk yeah. to him, you might realize, oh, he sucks. Yes. You know, he yes. doesn't know what he's doing, yes. or he's a douchebag, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They were were they talking about open relationships? Was one of them this? Like, in, well, in it's one? it's related because especially in New York, especially in Brooklyn, especially among artists, especially among comedians. What's this this new thing now? I feel like such an old new guy. Thing. This new thing now. Everybody is in a fucking open relationship. So now, I, what is an open relationship? I yeah. There are different there are different rules, okay. and you set that with your significant other. But basically, what it is is like you have your main hoe, and. <laughs> <laughs> This is the the uh, MH. The you know MH. Let's draw. Let's draw the the, the diagram. <laughs> MH. MH. Here's your MH. Here. MH prime. Right, and then you have your side hose. SHs. SH prime. Yeah. SH one. <laughs> SH two. SH three. And you can have as many side hose as long as you are you communicate to your main hoe that you have other side hose, which sounds so like not intuitive, but people today are like, yes, it's all about communication. People are horny. Uh, love is different from sex, and so to to have a really deep connection with somebody to really to truly open up with your main hoe you must have side hoes mm. that's 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 the philosophical that's like the confucius way of thinking about so it, if apparently. we look at the diagram okay yeah. then uh <laughs> main hoe plus sh ho side hose to the third power to the third power <laughs> uh, uh you know parentheses x yeah. where x is the number of side hoes to reach optimum relationship <laughs> equals r <Yeah. laughs> equals that theoretically is better than my one hoe one uh, one h <laughs> Greater than, less than, whatever. Yes, parenthesis. apparently, That's, from what I heard, huh. <laughs> my source again is a 21 year old oh, okay. uh, hot girl uh, who's like an artist, right? Yeah. She was saying that it's not about 
disclosing who else you're fucking these other side hoes. it's not about that and i'm like well i disagree <laughs> it's just like it's not about that but what that forces you to do is you it forces you to trust the other person so deeply and it opens up your communication path so widely that you can really it's almost like enhancing your love language with that right, person so I you see. can talk more freely about other things in your life and you know and and her, her point was like you know people always think when you break up with somebody after an open relationship is because it was the open relationship but she was like no relationships are shitty people break up for all kinds of reasons it's not just about the side hose hmm. um interesting i don't believe her uh, me neither I, yeah. um, <laughs> I i wish I, I wish we had more data about yeah. this you know yeah. saying some surveys and stuff like shit like that but uh artists don't fill out surveys so <laughs> i feel like our listeners are not in open relationships maybe they are maybe Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Let I'm, us know. if you Are you in an open relationship? If so, email us. I haven't met too many people in open relationships that I would um, lend money to. If you, if Fumi asked me for money, yeah. if you, you're like, hey, you got like, um, you know, I, I need like, uh, I need to cover rent. Yeah. You got like a hundred bucks. I'm like, Fumi's an upstanding guy. I will give you a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone I know who is in an open relationship, I wouldn't give them a dollar. Ah! I wouldn't. I would be like, they're like, oh, you know, uh, I, I, can I get, can I borrow like ten bucks? I'm like, your life is a mess. Right. There's, there's no fucking there's, way. I mean, loan a deny. <laughs> Walk into the Bank of America with your main hoe and your five side hoes and try to explain to the loan officer. Excuse me, I have very good communication skills. Okay. Fuck you. I, I swear I'll pay this back. I'm telling you. <laughs> Man, I can't even trust your penis. How can I trust I know, your wallet? I know there is, but the, I mean, but then one could argue that all these side hoes pitching in, you know, your down, ah, pay, your down payment much higher. Definitely. You know, it's like the sex is uncomfortable, but ah. the, but the uh, mortgage so low. Uh. Yeah, see, that's that. Uh, and you, we were, we were we were talking about like you know if you were if you were in a threesome, that's yeah. more that's more income for the bank. Yes, it is. You know what I'm saying now you have three. Well, I hope stable incomes. Yes. Instead of just two or one, <laughs> a threesome for home buyers. <laughs> threesome for home buyers. <laughs> um, that's tight. I'm into that. See, that, okay. That, see, now you just see, have to say it. That you, had, you had to say it differently. Yes. Okay? Now we're in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh well, it's about love and blah blah. I'm like, yeah, I'm not no, interested no, no. in it's that. A business. It's, it's a business. No, 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 no. How can I use this to leverage like the uh, like income I do have in order to buy a better car? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, now I'm on board. See, and uh, you know, you make a very good point. I do have some bias against young people. Because I was there once and I was fucking stupid. But I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna put your opinion down just because you're 20 or 21. Yeah, you could be onto something. That said, there is something interesting about like okay, let's like name all the people who are in open relationships, and then let's name uh, all the people who are not in open relationships. Okay, <laughs> on one side you have like this fucking 21 year old comedian, and then like 30 other 21 year old comedians, <laughs> and like a 30 year old guy who works at Urban Outfitters. <laughs> On the other side, you have like Bill Gates <laughs> and like, I don't know, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I don't, you know, they all have happy families, I you see. know, uh, John Legend, you know, same oh, thing. Oh shit, John Legend. Yeah. And that guy used to talk about cheating all the time, but he wouldn't even, he wouldn't even. <laughs> that was he, his job. That was his job was to cheat. You know, yeah. every, every album he released, his wife was like, John, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Let's go back to the board. Okay. So, Let's go back. <laughs> so side ho. So, main ho. Main ho. Plus side ho. Plus side ho. To the nth power. To the nth power where n is the number of hose side hose needed in order to achieve Optim- r yep. <laughs> optimum r yeah interesting i okay. just think that uh, i mean I, I'll, let's bring it back to what this podcast is about like <laughs> like asian american families right? oh shit like can you imagine Man, do you not even oh you hold on here in the equation you want to bring asian mom am <laughs> you want to bring am into this oh no no don't do that that'll change up that fuck everything up 
<laughs> it undermines the whole thing. Oh no, yeah. It's like uh, it's, it's like, like we divide things by zero. Yeah, don't divide by <laughs> zero. <laughs> it's undefined. It's undefined. It's undefined. It's undefined. It's undefined. <laughs> Man, we have got math jokes. Holy math shit. jokes. Undefined. MIT, where are you at? Uh, <laughs> oh man, so, yes. Oh yeah. So it doesn't work. I think that's why we don't get it. Is because like you know this like hipster white girl can tell me all she wants about open love and like you know about like gender equality and like i'm not anybody's property and i'm like I, yeah I, yes i get that but do you know yukiko abe you know what i'm saying like, it's, not, <laughs> <laughs> it's just I, I yeah i you know like you look at a lot of relationships my parents weren't but i know some people not necessarily <clears throat> these people but like maybe south asians especially um who have like arranged marriages they had yeah. arranged marriages yeah, yeah um yeah, yeah. one of gina's friends yeah had an arranged marriage. I mean, she's like our, she's like my age, right? So she, she got married when she was eighteen. She's like Indian. She's a yeah. She's okay, okay. she's Pakistani. Okay, okay. She's but she's American. She yeah. like grew up in America. Okay. And when she turned eighteen, she got married. She her family was like, "You're gonna marry this guy." Wow. From Pakistan. Yeah. And um, they're still together. They have two kids, and they live in Sacramento. And he's a doctor. So like whoa. So you know, there there's been a couple of documentaries about it, about having like r- arranged marriages and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think that. Uh, of course, you know, they can be real bad because then, you know, you don't have an option. Like, you know, if your husband beats you or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, they, um, relationships like that can work because by definition, they were put together by your family and your social structure. Ah. So you're going to be married to this other dude. Yeah. Right. And then you essentially have the support of your family because they, uh, by definition, approved of this other person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now that like you have all the things, they can come over for for dinner, and everybody. It's like it's like you you can do all the parties together. You yeah, can, like, do yeah, all the things. Yeah, you have yeah, all the yeah, support. Yeah. You can when you have kids, you you got all the support from your family, and your friends, and everything like that. You're yeah. whatever your religious uh, uh, people, and so there's a whole other value system. Yes, right. Yes. Whereas I think in Western open relationship, the value is on, um, th- they say it's not about sex, but it is. So for it's about sex, A, it's about uh, individuality. It's about like quote unquote freedom and all these things. It's self-centered. It is. It's, it's, just, it's a different value system and it doesn't make sense because in like kind of like for arranged marriages and, and my, my, again, my mom and dad weren't arranged marriage, but like my father's family and my mother's family, Lord, like they knew each other. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, yeah. It's Vietnam, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, we all went to the same pho restaurant or something yeah, like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? So like there is that whole thing and an open relationship. It just wouldn't, it doesn't make, actually, it literally doesn't make sense. It is undefined. You're you know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> it is divide by zero. Right, right, right. You know, because the, those values of like, well, I want to be free. It's like, what are you talking about? Right. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to survive. We're trying to like do our thing and preserve like our, you know, our family's wealth, yes. our status. Right, right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You bring- if you go out there and start banging like 18 dudes, yeah, it's like, who does- how am I going to divide this fucking, all these elephants and shit? Right, that right, 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 right. <laughs> I guess that's why, going back to our list, like the Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg's, they're they're not polyamorous because they have assets. I think people, <laughs> they have assets. I, it really just comes down to your assets. So it's like, yeah, if you, you got, if you got no money, of course go you're like, for oh, it. I think that's it's really they have this like uh, ulterior motive. It's like it's all about love, but they're really they're just trying to like take money from like seven different boyfriends. You know, <laughs> yo fuck these hoes. Dude. Oh damn, <laughs> damn, yeah man. I remember I knew who you're talking about. And uh, I, I had a conversation with her just about like how relationships work. Yeah. And, you know, love is not what you think it is. It's, it's, 
it's it goes way beyond like oh i think she's hot you know like oh, or yeah it, it goes way beyond like i it even goes beyond like i like the person or I love yes. the person like what is love like it's it's like you build this whole thing together yeah you know and that becomes the love you know like yes. your family yes. your whole like life and stuff like that and that's that's I agree. Why it's not it's not as simple as, you know, like uh the spark isn't there or something like that. No. You know, it, it, it becomes at once not as romantic as you think, and at the same time way, way, way bigger than any one twelve song. You know? <laughs> way bigger. It's way bigger than you could possibly write Absolutely. down on a piece of paper. Absolutely. Wow, so poetic. I think about it all the time, though. <laughs> And we're back with the newest segment, Asian TV show recommendations. <laughs> what a long segment name. That's a long. Yep. I just made it up Asian, right now. Yeah. Okay. That's a, perfect. Let's do. Uh, let's yeah. do it. What have you been? What have you been queuing up? Well, so this is a segment where we want to recommend you guys like ex- accessible Asian television mm. um, that you guys should check out like on Netflix or Hulu or something. So I've been watching this uh, Asian, this Japanese reality show called terrace house okay yes i've seen this in my queue as well and now terrace house it's a it's an amazing amazing show it's so interesting because what it is it's basically like i don't know if you guys remember watching like the real world mm-hmm. on mtv or like mm-hmm. jersey shore basically mm-hmm. it's just like a bunch of guys and girls not a bunch maybe like five to seven uh, men and women living together ages from 18 to 31 ish in like a really beautiful home in like whatever city and they just live, and they just have they just have cameras, and then so they hook up and stuff, and that that's all oh, they it hook is. up now, with each other. Well, so that's where it gets interesting. So like that's like the premise of the show, but uh, because they're not Asian American, they're like they're like straight up Asian Asian, they're like Japanese. Yep, they're so goddamn polite. So like ah. in a season, it'll take like thirty episodes for like two people to maybe kiss. Whoa. Yeah, that's like the biggest difference because like in Jersey Shore, you know, like Snooki is right. like blowing some dude episode two. Yeah. You know, <laughs> exactly. and she thought it was some other guy, but yeah, yeah. On this one. Like they come in, everybody's bowing when they meet each other. Damn. You know? And like, yeah, I don't, you know, it's really interesting because I never got to grow up in Japan. Like, I, I, I grew up there, but I moved to the states when I was eight. So like, I never got to like, be, I never got to like fall in love there. I never got to like flirt there. You mm. know, I never got to like be a twenty-year-old drunk man mm. in Japan. I would love that. So it's cool. This is a cool way for me to learn what, what it would have like. been like. You know, if I was if I grew up there and they're, they're, and like the way you flirt with them, mm. everything is so subtle. I actually think a lot of Americans may not like it because it's like uh, too slow and like it's too slow. But if you watch it from like a just a cultural perspective, it's it's very interesting. It's great, man. I mean, you haven't seen any of it, right? I I I like started watching like ten minutes and I think it was too slow and I stopped watching. Yeah, I think that what's most interesting is like they'll fight over like who ate the meat in the fridge, like that. Like that, that's like an whole episode. It's, there's an episode <laughs> called like the meat incident. <laughs> like somebody like he cuts hair for a living and he, one of his clients gave him like really nice beef from oh, yeah. Kobe or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And like somebody made like a stew out of it or something like <gasps> that and ate it with the, everybody else. And he's like, oh, I thought it was just like for everybody or whatever. Wow, man. In real world, it's like someone like a white guy said the N word, you know? Yes, and exactly. Here it's like, who ate the beef? <laughs> <laughs> who ate the beef? So, you know, I would recommend that. I check it out. It's, it's pretty fun. How do you guys, I mean, you guys, I mean, Japanese people yeah. go from, I can barely ask a girl out and it's a date to craziest bukake porn I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, what is the, how do you go from A to B like that? I think like, well, but the, it's, but it's the same here. Like, you know, 
That's true. Our our girlfriends, our wives, you know. But like it's nor like here in America, <laughs> doing, like here not- in America, it's how like you know like there's a hookup culture. There's sort of like you know people like get it on like you know there's one night stands. I'm sure there's one night stands. In Japan, yeah, there's but one saying, night stands. Know? But like how often are people coming on girls' faces? Like I've never done that, you know. Hmm. <laughs> That's a face of somebody who has done it multiple times. <laughs> no, no, I'm just trying to th- figure out the, the 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 line from A to B, man. It's it, it's just it, I'm going to Japan soon. Yeah, we should have an episode where I just talk about that. Yes, uh, about my, my planning. Yeah, and it's just like I'm I, I'm excited about it because I think it will be very unusual. And uh, I was talking to uh, Ronnie the other day. And he, he he went and he said it's Ronnie awesome. Chang? Yeah, Ronnie Chang. From Daily Show? Uh-huh. From, from oh, Daily Show. We're friends. Oh. No, we're not. But no, he was, he was nice. We were talking and he was he, he was saying like in Japan, it's like you go there and everybody's like as a tourist, you're going to be super, they're going to be super polite. On the outside, Japanese people are very polite. Yes. And then on the inside, they're pieces of shit. Yes. Yes. 100%. Because, <laughs> because you can't even say, you're not allowed to say no in public. Yeah. No, if you want, if somebody asks you, hey, can I do this? And you want to say no, you say yes, but awkwardly. That means no. Oh, yeah. whoa. Yes. See, I can't wait for and, shit and like that. And you're supposed to pick up on it. And if I'm you don't pick, up, pick on up on it, it. I'm going to assume you're retarded. Like, uh, I'm going to blame you for not being able to pick up on my cue. Interesting. See, I can't wait so for like, shit like that. So, like, shit like that, you'll see in Terrace House, you know? So, yeah. you should watch it just to, like, see how you're supposed just to, to interact. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, though, the show I'm going to recommend, I watched is uh, a korean show my wife is uh, is korean american and mm-hmm. so we watched hello my 20s yeah which i think is supposed to be like kind of like the korean girls okay so this is uh not this is not like a reality show no it's a scripted, scripted show it's a scripted show and i think it's it's like the you know uh, there's there's korean millennials and these crazy millennials they're like doing different things yeah and so it's a it's this korean show and so it's about four girls and they all go to school together or like are around the same age and they all have to live together and they don't know, they don't know each other, right? Mm-hmm, so, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's like about their relationships. And there's like sort of, sort of like stereotype B1. So, there's like there's like a very pretty like kind of bitchy one. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a, a, a kind of like, a, I don't know how you describe it, like a cutesy, like a, 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 she's pretty and cutesy. You know what I'm saying? She has a boyfriend. And she's always like, oh, yeah. You know, like I did that <laughs> wrong. But, you know, so she's like very like, you know, uh, up, uh, you know, like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, that she yeah. says to her, her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. There's a... um there's like one who's like kind of like down on her luck working hard all the time she has to work at like the korean 7-eleven all the time okay okay uh, she has like five jobs um there's one who's like they're all cute i've just realized that they're all there's like there's a cute one but she's kind of like awkward cute okay you know okay. what i'm saying she's cute and she doesn't kind of know what to do with it yeah and then there's one who is um i think supposed to be kind of like the phoebe of the group she's kind of like she's weird wacky. yeah she's wacky and yeah. and the the korean drama way of doing that is that she's just like she's very open like they, they, uh, they kind of portray her as being a, as a as being kind of hoey right hoey they, they don't ever show it yeah but like they 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 imply that she's very popular with the boys interesting you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, uh yeah. so there's all these different dynamics but then because it's a korean drama things will take a fucking hard left okay and like one of them will get kidnapped by their her ex-boyfriend whoa right and then like it'll, and then it'll go back to them being like kind of oh you know like what are you know like relationships and and uh, oh you know like <laughs> boys so, are stupid yeah boys are stupid and then hard right to like uh oh uh when i was a baby or when i was a kid my uh dad poisoned my whole family you know like <laughs> And it'll get, go back to like being like, oh, you know, whose turn is it to clean the bathroom? You know, like oh, it's really man. like uneven like that sometimes. Is that the Korean style? I don't know much about Korean. Yeah, Korean, dramas. Korean like dramas is always like, um, 
it's always like, oh, it's a love story. It's a love story. Oh, it turns out that we're actually brother and sister. Like that happens ah. all. That happens so much that that's like become a trope. Like, like, it's like, oh, we're brother and sister. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's that's like, fucked. That's it crazy. Is. But that's how, that's the culture that came up with, you know, uh, old boy. You yeah. Know well, I mean, it makes sense an old boy because it's like a revenge thing. But, but see, you're yeah. saying this is like a rom com. This is supposed thing? to be rom, but like you know, like I think uh, the Korean entertainment mentality is like let's let's fucking let's fuck, f- twist fu- shit up. They don't <laughs> they didn't they didn't grow up with like the Western idea of like oh, we're gonna have the hero's oh, journey. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna like well so go start and their foundations a, are completely different. Their foundations are that. different, and everything's gonna that. be like you know what. Fuck your journey. Yeah. All right. You're dating your sister. <laughs> Boom. Now what? What are you going to do now? But journey the, that. But the poster's still cute. So the poster's still cute. <laughs> and it's still cute. And you kind of want them to get together. So it's, like, it's kind, of, kind of a weird feeling. Damn. But check it out. Hell of My Twenties. Uh, yeah. Check out Terrace one. House and Hell of My Twenties. And uh, let us know what you think, man. Also, um, we can talk about this later, but uh, also watch Queer Eye. That's it, the new one. That's not Asian. but That's not Asian. It's but really, it is good. It's really good. Oh, well, well, the one guy's Asian. Tan. That's oh, Indian. His name. He's Indian. Oh, He's yeah, like British yeah, yeah, Indian. Yeah. Aha. Yeah. So that yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll, aha. we'll talk about that later. But yeah. Well, uh, yeah. That's also a good one. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for listening. This was episode twenty. Episode twenty. Good episode. It like was, yeah. conceptually, you know, with we the hit, math. Yes, we hit a lot of. Uh, we approached a lot of feelings from a quantitative perspective, which I love. That's which I love. That's really what we bring the value. Yes. Um, we're going to have another guest soon, I think, since that was so popular. We're going to try to do that once a month, I think. Yes, I like that. Um, I so if you have any ideas awesome. for that, please let us know. Uh, as always, please follow me uh, or follow us on Instagram. You can find me at thefumiabe, T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. And I'm uh, 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 Mike. Can you find me on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro? And we also have a joint account that's at Asian Not Asian Pod. Uh, and we also have an email address at the same thing, Asian Not Asian Pod at gmail.com. A couple announcements before we close it out. Our, our next comedy show, our next Hack City comedy show that none of you fucking came to last month, it's a uh, third Wednesday of every month. So our next one is going to be July 18th, 8 o'clock at Black Cat LES. That's 172 Rivington. So if you're in New York City, come on out. It's going to be a great time. It's fun. I promise. It's a I, really good show. I promise <laughs> you it'll be fun. Actually, in fact, if you come from the podcast, we'll buy your first drinks. I'll do it. We'll do it out of our own pockets. Yeah. You know we make good. no money. You know we that. Um, yeah, so come yeah. out. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, tell us, do you think open relationships work? Do yeah, tell work, us what you think not? about open relationships. And yes, please continue to leave those reviews. You guys are so nice. We've been reading them and uh, I cry every time I read a positive review. Yeah. One, a- we- one guy did leave a one-star review though. Or he didn't leave a review, but he just he left, just left one a one-star. He just left a one-star? Yeah. Good. <laughs> Every once in a while I want to piss a dude off That's okay? true That's true That's yeah. how you know You're getting it right So Alright well Thank you so much for listening We'll see you guys next week Bye